Welcome or welcome back to Subtle Rampage Podcast, where we discuss the things that I feel like discussing. Sometimes those are things of a political nature, sometimes they're things of a cultural nature, typically it's both. I'm your host, Adelia Kirchner, and today we're going to talk about, well, we're going to do a little bit of a little update, I guess. Um, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday, so we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, and then I found a Twitter page for an organization that I just don't understand. So let's get into it. Warning, the following program contains critical thinking, honest opinions, viewpoints on culture that may seem conservative, and a positive view on absolute detestable things such as marriage and children. Listener discretion is advised. talk about thanksgiving thanksgiving is my favorite holiday it is in my opinion the calmest holiday um because it's i don't know something about the vibes uh i know that some people have really chaotic thanksgivings um you know with lots of family etc i mean i have thanksgivings with lots of family because i literally have you know six younger siblings uh so (laughs) even if it is just our little family it's still a lot of people um but I don't know. It's just, it's something about just making food all day and then everybody hangs out together and then you eat food together and then you just keep hanging out. I don't know. There's just not a ton of, it's not like a ton of pressure. Like I, I, I'm on the fence about celebrating Christmas, uh, cause pagan stuff, but, um, it's like if you're comparing holidays, okay. Thanksgiving is so much less pressure than Christmas. Christmas, I feel like there's so much room for drama. One, the prep is insane. Like, you have to sit there and, like, you know, you have to go Christmas shopping and you have to do all the right Christmas decorations. And then there's the stockings. And then, you know, if you're if you're dealing with kids, it's like, well, uh, I need to get them all the things they need, but what about the things that they want? And then it's like, um... <laughs> and then what, what if... The, the, there's always... There's always, when you have multiple children in a family, there's always one kid who feels cheated. Um, And so then you have to deal with, like, the disappointment emotions. And Thanksgiving doesn't have any of that. Okay? The, the, The most disappointing thing is if the food doesn't turn out. And, you know, if you are celebrating Thanksgiving with the people that you care about, it's a, it's a little, um... It's just, it's not the biggest worry. I don't know. I just love Thanksgiving so much. And you get green bean casserole. Green bean casserole is absolutely amazing. Um, you can comment your favorite Thanksgiving food below. Uh, but if it's not green bean casserole, I, I do consider your opinion um, to be invalid. Like, I, y- your opinion has been invalidated if your favorite Thanksgiving food is not green bean casserole. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I know that there's people who like deviled eggs. I know there's people who like the yams. I know there's people who like the sweet potato casserole. Um, I like all of that except for the deviled eggs. I can't stand boiled eggs. The smell is disgusting. Um, but I, I love all the Thanksgiving food for the most part. But green bean casserole is like top tier. And if you don't like green bean casserole, or it's not your favorite, I just don't think you've had the right green bean casserole. Because my mom 
makes amazing green <laughs> green bean casserole. That's all I gotta say. Um, so if you don't like it or whatever, I, I, I just think you haven't had the right one. You haven't had the right recipe. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to invite people that I know to Thanksgiving in the future. And I'll, I'll make you green bean casserole, my mom's recipe. I'll, I'll do it. But I'd say that we had a pretty good Thanksgiving this year. Um, we had some family come up from Texas to join us. And so the kids had a blast with their cousin. Um, they were running around all day getting into all sorts of mischief, which sounds about right. So, you know, that was good for them. And um, I don't know. It was just really, it was really nice. You know, my grandpa was sitting over there watching the football game, you know. Gotta gotta keep up with the the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, we did we we for the last two years we've done um like Mad Libs and word searches and stuff. And my younger brother has kind of like been in charge of like activity time or whatever. And it's actually been really fun. So if you're bored on Thanksgiving and you have kids in your family, um, that's 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 a fun little thing to do is Mad Libs and um word searches and stuff. And you make it a like a game. Um. Although there are some words when it comes to the Mad Libs that you might want to preemptively ban if you have um, a mixture of children because, you know, they, they, they seem to find potty words very funny. And when you're about to eat or are trying to digest your food, it's not exactly the funniest thing. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what else? Oh, and then uh, we've covered the table the last two years in like you know, brown paper so that we can all draw on it. And that's actually really fun. We left the brown paper up for like a week after Thanksgiving because it just made like cleaning the table like way easy. Uh, but yeah, no, lots of fun. Lots of fun. You do stencils, draw little leaves. People left a lot of little notes. Some were questionable. Um, somebody crossed out my note. Okay. I let it be known by writing down uh, my thoughts that you know, I won the activities. Um, maybe I didn't win the activities. Maybe I did. You'll never know. But somebody took offense to the fact that I made this claim and scribbled out my sentiments, okay? They, they crossed out what I wrote, which I think is kind of rude. So whichever one of my family members who did that, we, we have beef, okay? We do. Anyways, um, let's see. Thanksgiving was good. After Thanksgiving, uh, like two days after Thanksgiving, I did this thing, this really stupid thing. Um, I dropped a curly guard on myself, on my leg. So I have a pretty, a pretty nasty burn on my leg right now. <laughs> um, and you know, typically I just treat this type of stuff at home. Uh, I don't have insurance, so I don't really go to the doctor unless I need to. Um, and, uh, I wouldn't normally consider going to the doctor for a burn, but this was, it, it was looking pretty gnarly, my friends. It was looking pretty, pretty gross. Uh, and I didn't want to, like, I was treating it at home or whatever, but I didn't, I didn't have, like, burn cream. I had burn gel, but, like, once it starts blistering or, like, you know, peeling, apologies for those of you who are, like, you know, getting that gut reaction right now, but once it starts doing any of that, you can't really use the bird shell, so, um, I, I was putting a bunch of stuff on it, you know, to try to help it, but, like, after a week or so, it wasn't getting any better, so I went to the doctor, and I got prescription burn cream, and, um, so it's, 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 it's working, it's healing, but it looked pretty bad, and it hurt, like, it was, 
I was in pain. There were nights where I did not sleep because it hurt so bad, even after taking like Tylenol and uh, ibuprofen and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's been fun. Um, and I, when I went to the doctor, the, the, <laughs> the nurse lady, she, she was like listening to my explanation and she was just like, how did, so you dropped it on your leg? How, like, she was like really confused and I was like not understanding why she was confused. And then it clicked for me. I was like, this lady probably does her hair standing up like a normal person. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I was sitting down doing my hair crisscross applesauce and dropped the curling iron and it landed on my leg and then it like rolled so it burned more of my leg and then like and I grabbed it like right away too but you know it was really hot you know so um yeah and she was like oh and I was like yeah yeah it just kind of goes uh back into this thing like I I don't I'm assuming the whole conversation started on like TikTok or something but I'm not on it so I don't know um it was like that internet conversation of uh like floor makeup girls versus vanity makeup girls versus uh like bathroom makeup girls or like whatever it is like you ha you have the girls who do their makeup sitting at a vanity and then you have the girls who do their makeup uh, in the bathroom at the mirror. And then you have the girls who do their makeup on the floor. Uh, I am a floor makeup girl. And consequently, I'm also a floor, uh, hair girl. <laughs> because, um, I'm gonna be honest with you here. It might speak to my health issues more than I would like, but, um, if I try to do my hair standing up, I mean, that's a long time of, like, doing this or whatever, whatever, okay? Right? And, um, <laughs> If I do my hair standing up, I get super lightheaded and I feel like terrible, so I sit down and do it. Um, but now I know not to sit down and do it in shorts. That's what I now know. Um, will I will I keep that in mind for the future? Probably for the next few months. I'm sure by the time summer rolls around, I will be like totally confident in my ability to do that without burning myself. Um, so there are no guarantees that this will not happen again. But to be fair, I have been doing my hair sitting down for years and this has never happened. So I think it was just because like I was fighting something off and I wasn't like I was tired and I wasn't feeling very like 100%. And like I just totally lost my grip on this curling iron and it just went boop. And I was like, ow. Um, and I'm still like, ow. But uh, we are we are getting there. We are healing. It will be fine. Um, yeah. Although, can I just say how crazy it is? Like when, <laughs> like how a minor injury or like a like a minor thing that you, your body is dealing with can like make you lose so much energy because all all your body's like resources and energy are like going towards that one thing to like fix that one thing, and so then it's like the rest of you just feels entirely depleted. That's how I've been feeling for the last two weeks. It's getting better now that the burn is, like, healing more. It's, like, it's gotten to the point where I can just kind of put some, like, Neosporin on it and, like, you know, we're good to go. But for a hot minute there, it was pretty bad. And um, <laughs> so I just felt so tired and so zero energy. And then I was dealing with a whole... A whole nother thing um 
you know, I had some teeth issues crop out around, crop up, crop out, crop up around Thanksgiving as well. That's kind of an annual thing for me. Uh, it always happens around Thanksgiving. It's very nice of my teeth. But um, anyways, so yeah, I don't know. I've just been, I've been really low energy the last couple weeks. Uh, hence no podcast episode last week and hence a very, very not researched episode this week. Um, and you know what? That's okay. I think you guys are fine with that. So it's all right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's move on. So this organization that I discovered, I guess, whatever, um, I found it on Twitter. I don't remember the exact circumstances as to how I came across this page. Anyways, the organization is called Shout Your Abortion. And their uh, Twitter bio reads, Abortion is normal. Our stories are ours to tell. This is not a debate. Hashtag shout your abortion. And what this organization's social media pages pretty much consist of are testimonials and quotes from girls and women who have gotten abortions um, and are either happy about it or believe that it benefited them in some way, etc., etc. So it's from the perspective of um, abortion is you are murdering a baby. Um, From that very, very logical perspective, um, it is very hard to read a lot of these testimonials, but some of them, it's not hard to read. It's just frustrating to read. It's like, because you, you can see how, like, the societal influence plays in. Okay, like, there, there's this one that I saw. Yeah. Okay, so this lady says, I, I live in England, so I've watched with a little distance what has recently happened in America, referencing Roe versus Wade being overturned. Uh, she says, I'm 37 and never been pregnant until the end of 2021. I've just had a second abortion almost exactly nine months after I first got pregnant. I told people about the first one, and the second I've mostly kept a secret, which feels strange. I felt stupid, ashamed, and irresponsible that this happened again. I just read an article about someone who had the same thing happen. That was good to read. And I'm aware that other women cannot access what I can access. That blows my mind, and I worry for what the world will be like for people born today and those still to come. Thanks for the space to share. Um, yeah, well, the world's not gonna be like anything for the- (laughs) <laughs> for the people born today if there's no people born today because people keep having abortions. Anyways, uh let let let's let's go back a little bit, okay? She says I've just had a second abortion almost exactly 9 months after I first got pregnant. She had an abortion and then 9 months later got pregnant again and had another abortion. She's 37 years old. So my immediate question is, okay, w- well, what are the circumstances that this woman is like in? Like is she not in a relationship is she not she i mean it doesn't seem like she's married or even in a long-term relationship because she's saying i i felt stupid ashamed and irresponsible that this happened like so are you 37 years old and sleeping around or you know sleeping with somebody in a not serious relationship and then getting pregnant and then just aborting it just aborting the baby like i don't Yeah, you should feel stupid, ashamed, and irresponsible. Not that you got pregnant, but that you're allowing yourself to be in a position where if you get pregnant, you're getting an abortion. Like, and I'm not saying that that applies to every single case because, you know, I do have sympathy for the people 
that are in abusive situations and get pregnant or have uh, experienced sexual trauma or se sexual abuse and end up pregnant. Um, but I, I personally, I still don't approve of abortion for those things. I don't think that it makes the situation right. I don't think that adding on to somebody's trauma by them, the by allowing them to murder the child inside of them is going to help heal the situation that they've gone through. I just, I, I don't think that it makes anything better. Um, and I still believe that murdering your baby is wrong. Um, so, <laughs> but I do have more sympathy for the women and girls in those situations. I have very little sympathy for the women who should know better. Like, if you are a grown woman having casual sex with people, okay, and you know that you don't want to be with these people long term or that they wouldn't make a good father or they wouldn't make a good partner, okay, there's always the possibility of getting pregnant. I don't know what people don't understand about this. Um, what birth control out there guarantees like 100% that you will never get pregnant if you're using it? Like, like it just, it baffles my mind. Even, even the women who have been told that they cannot get pregnant. I mean, how many cases are there of women who have been told by multiple doctors that they are never going to get pregnant? They get pregnant. Okay, so just to, to think that there is, I mean, I'm sure there are cases where it's 100% guaranteed that you are not going to get pregnant. And, you know, if, and sometimes that can be very hurtful to the person. It just depends on what they wanted for their life. But in general, okay, there's not really a 100% guarantee that you are not going to get pregnant by using birth control. Okay, and uh, and I don't understand what people don't get through their heads. Okay, the 99.9% .9 effective rate. Okay, that's not 100%. Just so you know. Do you know how numbers work? Do you know how percentages work? Um, anyways. <laughs> In general, okay, I look at it like this. Okay, if you are, if you are somebody who cares about this issue, man or woman, um, if you ended up in a situation where you were pregnant or you got somebody pregnant and you by no means would ever approve of aborting that baby. If you have not had that conversation with the person you are sleeping with, that baffles my mind. Like, it, it genuinely does. Like, if you are not 100% certain that if you get somebody pregnant that they'll keep that baby, and you would have a problem if they didn't keep that baby, why are you sleeping with them? And and vice versa, okay? Like, if you're if you're a woman and you're with somebody and you're sleeping with them, like if you have not, you know, clarified that if you get pregnant from that relationship, that that person will stand by you and will will not ask you to get an abortion and will not like, why are you sleeping with them? That is my question. Okay. And that goes for you teenagers out there as well. Okay. Like th these are things that we should be, you know, making sure out in the open because it is, it is a very big divide. You know how miserable of a situation it is for the men who are, you know, in a relationship or not even in an actual relationship, but they don't agree with abortion. They get a girl pregnant. The girl goes and aborts the baby. That like that hurts that guy. 
Okay, but that guy should have also, you know, I understand that when you're young, sometimes these conversations don't happen because you're, you've not hit those points in life yet where you realize that these conversations need to happen. But at a certain age, it's kind of like you, you should have had that conversation. You should have known whether or not your partner is okay with doing this. Um, but, you know, whatever. And, and then if you're a woman, I'm like, if you've not had that conversation and you get pregnant and the, the guy is like, okay, I'll pay for your abortion. And you're like, uh, I'm not having an abortion. Um, in that case, I'm like, you know, you can't expect, if you've not had this conversation, you can't expect um, that guy to step up and be who you need him to be if you're not on the same page about something as big as this. I don't know. Um, that's a whole other side rant. But yeah, no, it's just, it's just crazy to me that in this whole realm of casual sex and stuff, like, people are not, like, realizing that, hey, um, birth control is not 100% effective. Maybe we should not be having sex with people that we don't see a possibility of long-term partnership with. Um, like, I, I don't understand that. Because even if even if, okay, from outside of the Christian perspective, okay, even if you have a child with somebody and you don't stay with that person that you're having a child with and you, like, there's still a tie there. If you're going to co-parent, there is still a lifelong tie there because you have a child together, even if the two of you are not in a relationship. And so it just, it baffles my mind that people don't think to talk about these things, um, but yeah, whatever. And, or, or don't see it as an issue. Like this woman who got an abortion and then nine months later was pregnant again and got an abortion. I'm like, I, I don't understand that. Yeah. You should, you should feel like you should feel kind of stupid because like, what are you doing? What, what are you actually doing? I don't get it, but whatever. There's also one of the posts that caught my eye was this one that's like, I am a pastor who had an abortion. And now, of course, this is a woman pastor. Um, and you, you, we can have debates about women being pastors, etc. Um, but I, th I think most times when there is a woman pastor, they tend to be part of the churches who endorse a lot of things that do not actually... They're, they're not actually biblical. They don't actually fall under the realm of Christianity. They, they don't fit the moral Christian perspective. Um, so we have a reverend, okay, who has said, uh, God was with me when that condom failed. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, but not in the way I think you think he was. Uh, <laughs> God was with me when that condom failed. God was with me when the stick turned blue. God was with me when Sarah called with her abortion advice. Uh, I don't know who Sarah is, just, I, I have no idea. Anyways, uh, God was with me when I saw the flickering heart on the ultrasound. God was with me when they wheeled me away into the operating room. God was with me when I laid on the couch at my brooding mother's house with a heating pad on my belly. So she's pretty much saying that, that God was with her when the condom failed. God was with her for her abortion. Um, and you know what? I, I do believe that God was with you for that abortion. Um, and I think that you know, like if you, if you, if you're a believer, I, th I think he was with you, but, um, whether or not he was with you to encourage you to do that, 
That that is that is questionable. That is highly questionable because you think you think God came alongside you during that abortion was like you know, you're really doing the right thing, Miss Reverend. You're really doing the right thing. Um, you know, this this is what I've always said. You know, I've always told my followers to you know, kill my creation, to to kill to kill to kill their babies. I've I've always said that. That, that's what the Bible says. Not not to not to procreate, not to make babies, not to train them up to love me, but to to kill them. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just it's all just it's all just baffling to me. Okay. And then there's these. Um, <laughs> I go out to their website. Okay, because they have these billboards. Um, I don't know where these billboards are up, but these billboards are up. <laughs> and I saw a picture of one of their billboards, and on the billboards is their uh, website. It says abortionisokay.com. Um, but one of their billboards says God's plan includes abortion. What does that mean? Like, actually, what does that mean? Can somebody explain that to me? If you have a good explanation for what that statement means, please comment it because I don't understand. God's plan includes abortion. I think God can use uh, somebody's experience with abortion. He uses a lot of negative experiences. He uses a lot of evil things uh, and brings good out of them. Um, but I don't think God's like ideal plan like i don't think god's plan includes abortion i think he can adapt a plan to the situation of abortion but i don't think his plan includes abortion you know right off the bat you know uh, there's another billboard abortion is okay you know what's right for you um abortion is okay you are loved it, it's just I don't know. This crazy. This is crazy to me. And their website uh, has all these ref, uh, like you know, resources and stuff. Um, it, it gives like state-specific organizations. Uh, talks about Plan C pills, um, which is abortion pills, um, which are available by mail in all fifty states. So keep that in mind, you guys. Um, so even if it's technically illegal or technically banned in your state right now. Um, people are still able to order abortion pills to th to their state, okay? Um, and then you've got uh, all options talk line, all options faith allowed talk line. Faith Allowed is a faith-based branch of the All Options Network. They provide compassionate religious and spiritual support for abortion and pregnancy options. Faith Allowed believes that nothing can separate us from the love of God, um, and it encourages you to explore their website or call the number. Yeah. So, the, this is just some things that, you know, I discovered recently that were kind of, kind of frustrating to me. Um... Especially, like, when you have... Okay, um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but uh, there, there was a student organization at a college here in Tennessee uh, recently that hosted um, a similar a similar organization. I don't remember the name. Um, but they hosted this woman to come and talk about how students could get abortion pills. And because, because in Tennessee or whatever, it's not legal to get an abortion. But this lady showed up to this campus and specifically talked to students about abortion pills, okay, and she told these girls that if they ordered abortion pills and they took these abortion pills and something went wrong, if there were any complications, 
she told them that when they go to their doctor or they go to the emergency room about these complications to not admit that they had taken abortion pills because it's, you know, abortion's not legal here. Okay, so they're not supposed to tell their doctor. They're not supposed to tell anybody that they took these abortion pills. They're supposed to just say something along the lines of, oh, I'm having a really bad period or I don't know what's going on. Since when is that a good idea? To lie about something like that when you need health care? I'm sorry. It's just, it's not computing. It's not, it's not working. The dots are not connecting. Um, but whatever. I, I just, I, it, it, I, I keep saying this, but it baffles my mind. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why this is, why this stuff happens. Why people are so dead set on making this societally acceptable. I mean, it is societally acceptable in a lot of circles, but there, there's also a lot of people who disagree with the morality of it for good reason. Um, and yeah, I just, I, it's crazy the lengths that organizations like this will go to, to make this an option for people. It's insane to me, but whatever. Um, that's, that's all I got for today. Like I said, I didn't like heavily research this topic. That's just something I found that I was... Uh, infuriated by and interested in and uh, wanted to bring it up for you guys to look into yourselves if you're at all interested in it. Uh, I didn't feel like <laughs> doing much uh, research for this, much scripting for this, so it is what it is. Um, I also did not feel like scripting an outro, so I'll just use the one that my best friend came up with when I told her what I was doing my podcast on last night. Abortion is bad. My leg burn hurts. Bye. Bye.